0: Let us pray. Gracious, loving God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for the gift of your word. Uh, we give you thanks for the stories it tells, and that it gives us a way to connect with you. God, guide us um, that we may be truly faithful in hearing you. In Jesus' most holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Good afternoon, friends. <laughs> it, it We are slightly, as as we warned, we are slightly out of sync this week because um, I've got... Uh, <laughs> I have meetings at 8.30 a.m., noon, and 2 p.m. in Houston tomorrow, and then Mm -hmm. I will be lucky to get back from the marriage series at 7. So...
1: Course out of sync has been the in sync. Yeah, it's just here. you know, we've it, had
0: we've had more abnormal crazy. episodes this year than normally scheduled episodes. Yeah, we're not in sync, we're
2: out of sync.
1: But mm-hmm. that's because instead of just ditching you guys, we want to keep getting right,
0: we just yeah. keep making the show happen. So, anyways, um I am Pastor Trey Comstock. With me as ever is Sister Brandy Dudley,
1: Pastor Scott Ketchot.
0: And Stacey Tyler. And this is show where theoretically we talk about scripture um, and last week uh, more about North Korea than I really, you know, really walked into that show um, <laughs> intending uh, to go with. But, you know, you know, do not leave by Bi- do not just leave a Bible in a bathroom in North Korea and assume that that counts as evangelism. Mm. It's just not how it works. Um
2: by the way, uh, y'all got to bear with uh, Pastor Trey over there, Johnny, uh, Paul, and... McCall, it's fine.
0: It I'll be fine. I'm a professional. I talk for a living. Um, our, uh, so we're in this kind of run-up to Easter season. Um, we're real close to Easter, uh, which means today's scripture yep. is the story you think it should be. <gasps> it is the story of Palm Sunday. Dun, um, dun, uh, dun. Does that proper, mean this
1: coming <laughs> Sunday is Palm Sunday? Yeah, it
0: does mean this coming Sunday is Palm Sunday. We're getting <gasps> into that, like... Um, you know, where, you know, Palm Sunday, Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, Easter Sunday. I guess I'll put my plug in here too, right? Like try to hit as many of those as you can, right? Because if you just, and this show will do it, right? Like we're going to skim across the top where you just go from the triumphal entry, which is like happy to Easter, which is truly joyous. Um, and you miss the like turn into the pit that makes you know gives Easter its right. real weight right there is it's no
2: like, when we get into Holy Week you we should just have like this this ray of light thing just shine in and be like, Holy
1: Week right? Well, and, and if you need something to do there's something Monday there's something Tuesday, Tuesday Wednesday, <laughs> Wednesday Thursday Friday and Saturday, Saturday with the, extravaganza, the, the extravaganza and of course Easter S- Sunday 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 Sunday, Sunday.
0: Um, but this is my annual pitch of like Yes, we all live busy lives. We all live busy lives. But Holy Week is meant to be something different. Um, That it is a week that we're supposed to spend more time in church than we normally would attend more worship services than we normally would so that we are actually getting the full texture of the experience leading up to easter um so with that in mind we have uh our text for the the our text of the triumphal entry just the actual name for palm sunday um is luke 19 verses 28 through 40 after he had said this he went on ahead going up to jerusalem When he had come near Bethphage and Bethany, at the place called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, saying, Go to the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find tied there a colt that has never been written. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, Why are you untying it? Just say, The Lord needs it. Hmm. So those who were sent departed and found it, as he had told them. As they were untying colt, the the owner asked them, Why are you untying the colt? They said, The Lord needs it. Then, they brought it to Jesus. And after throwing their cloaks on the cult...
1: <laughs> Grand Theft Donkey. That's right, Grand Theft, Grand Theft, Theft donkey. donkey. Right, and I just love the, like, you know... San
0: Andreas. I wonder, like, you know, clearly the Holy Spirit, the gods I'll at work, donkey, whatever, but, like... um. You know, that just like, it turns out if you just look at, act busy, and answer with a straight face, people will let you do anything, right? This is the equivalent of like walking into a venue holding a clipboard and moving quickly. You just, or wearing a lab coat and running through a hospital. This is, uh, why are you untying this donkey? The Lord needs it. Oh, and okay. and before he uh. thinks to object, they're already 25 paces down the yeah. road. Yeah. Donkey's going fast. It's like, what? The, the, what? What? <laughs> Oh, never mind. Oh, no. <laughs> Mabel, you'll never believe it. <laughs> Be and us. then then, what do you put on the police report? Did you stop them? No.
1: no. Why not? They said the Lord needed they it. They said
0: the Lord needed it. Hold on. I'm going to finish the scripture, I promise. That's just, <laughs> I just love this. Like This is some of the funniest dialogue in the Bible because it's just like, yeah, just go and tell them the Lord needs it. Oh, okay uh-huh. and, and you know they're thinking this is not gonna work this is not gonna work okay here's the here I'm tying the donkey what are you doing the Lord needs it okay creaky, What? Creaky, creaky, yeah, right. no I just assumed they just start wa- just start walking the Lord needs it and just this don't look back
2: That's is God it's I only weird
0: if he looks back um okay anyways where was I <laughs> they said the Lord, the Lord needs, needs it. it. Then they brought it up to Jesus, and after throwing their cloaks in the cult, they set, they set Jesus on it. As he rode along, people kept spreading their cloaks on the road. As he, as he was now approaching um, the path down the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the deeds of power that they... That they had seen saying, blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, teacher, order your disciples to stop. He answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the stones would shout out. Um. So this is my also my annual reminder that Palm Sunday is supposed to be funny. This is a joke. This is a joke. This is comedy. Not their worship isn't a joke, but this whole scene that Jesus has constructed is a joke. He's making fun of Caesar. He's making fun of the temple. He's making fun of all of them. This is street theater. Um, the bit about the donkey, I don't know if Luke knows how funny that really... Luke and Matthew, who both include this story, I don't know how fu- funny they really think this is, but it is absolutely the best dialogue in the Bible. There was a
1: Should funny
2: be- thing that happened on the way to see Caesar. Right? Uh-huh.
1: Well, I mean, in in one way, I, I think it's kind of like what we said, like you were mentioning that they're thinking this isn't going to work. There's no way just telling someone the Lord needs their donkey is going to work, but it did. And so as they're riding it, I, I can almost see this idea of you're not going to believe this. By the way, here's a miracle <laughs> that happened on the way to uh, on the way to Jerusalem. Uh, we stole the donkey, and they were okay with us just going. The Lord needed it. Well, and, and you and think presumably about presumably they returned it. We don't yeah, really yeah. know. So presumably. no, in
0: one of them. One of the Gospels, I think, there is like a promise, like, "Hey, we'll bring it back." Um, I this is lodged in my head. It's been a while since I looked at that one, but also, like. Just sort of put this in the modern perspective. Uh, so imagine, like, you walk, you know, your car is parked in front of your house. <laughs> right? Because donkey, fairly expensive thing, right? Yeah. Uh, it's why we don't, we're not sure that Mary had a donkey. Would Joseph have been able to afford a donkey? Hmm. Yes, I know. That's Christmas and we're back there. But just remember, there is no donkey in that context.
1: There is one here.
0: There is one here. This donkey. So you mean to say there's a cal S. ass Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah uh huh yeah, yeah, uh-huh, no. Yes, well done. Mustang, it's a so a no, Mustang is a Thank So Mustang is a So, like, this is, like, a fairly... This is, like, the hatchback, the, the, you know, Volkswagen Golf hatchback of the ancient world, right? Right, like, this is... This is, like, the family car, but <laughs> a donkey, but an animal. And so... Like, can you imagine some? You have parked your, you know, 2013 Volkswagen Golf hatchback um, out in front of your house, and then two strange men huh, who are not from your town, right? Because these people, these jokers from Galilee, they are not from Jerusalem. They are not from Bethany or Bethphage.
1: And at this time, Jerusalem is. Full Ooh. of yeah. a lot of people. Full so, of a lot of people. So think about how when, when we think of tourist season in places and how crime rises right. because of all the other people. So yeah, they they it would seem that they would be thinking that these yeah. So it's Dogwood Festival.
0: They since they're in Palestine, It's Dogwood Festival. We did this with <coughs> Christmas, but it was about the um uh, yeah. the uh, uh the. The Polar Express. Now it's Dogwood Festival. Uh-huh. Okay, it's Dogwood Festival season. Uh, so you are you are sitting, you know, in your neighborhood, um, and someone walks up and unlocks your Volt- their 2013 Volt- Volkswagen Golf hatchback with a coat and, hanger. With a coat hanger, and you call out to them and say, "Hey, what are you doing with my car?" And they deadpan you and go, "The Lord
1: needs it." Get in, and then get in and drive away. get and drive away.
0: What can you say after that? You <laughs> One, can't say nothing. Like Okay. I <laughs> <laughs> can't. The, the
1: other aspect of this that's really cool is, okay, so why is this called the triumphal entry? Well, the big bad in New Testament, always remember, are the Romans. Romans. And so when they would come in... The Caesar or whomever, especially after having conquered someone, there was this big procession of them riding yeah, in on the war horses or right. whatever, coming in to a similar scene of people all hell and throwing their cloaks and the, the laurel wreaths and all of this going on. Jesus says the same thing. On a donkey. On a donkey.
0: Um, not with like the great the great people, not with riches,
1: but with working <laughs> yeah. folks. No, no walking army standing no behind the to, to no. encourage people to go ahead and cheer. You know, that there's always that. You know, you've got that captive audience of Oh, he's got an army. Cheer, a cheer.
0: No, So instead, it's just a bunch of working people, you know, laying their They would have had one set of clothes, right? Laying their one cloak down. Um, you would not have wanted to get that cloak dirty, but yet you know, they are willing to. Like this, it is this whole like utter mockery of of what a C, how a Caesar would act, right? And you even think about it, it's a mockery of the temple, too, because the temple, like, the people were reserving the best cuts of meat for themselves, right? Like, there was this whole—all this opulence and grandeur, and they had all these robes and gold, and here, the, here is Jesus on a donkey with a bunch of working-class people, um, you know, celebrating him. And this is his way of saying, yes, my kingdom is here.
1: The, the religious leaders— are feeling awkward. Yeah. They're the ones that feel awkward about it and they're like, Jesus, Um, chastise them. T-t-tell Tell them, them to, to stop. Up. No, th- this no. is the day. If I do this, even the rocks are going to cry out their praise. Now, here's an interesting question. I know where our palm fronds come from, et cetera, for this. So... I would assume they had to, like, just start ripping them off a of tree. So it's olive branches, yeah. All branches so branches um, and
0: like
2: that. Cutting, you know, cutting them down with the shade
0: yeah. or whatever. So there are, it's the Mount of Olives, yeah. right? And so there are, as the name would imply, <laughs> they are just... Cutting down olive branches, yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> oh, here comes Jesus, Bubba. Give me my chainsaw. Let's cut yeah, my these down. And my chainsaw. <laughs> now,
0: now, <laughs> olive trees are not. You know, you can. The,
1: the, yeah, not large. They're know, not that large. Not that large.
0: <laughs> what it doing? That, that was the actual sound of Palm Sunday. We think of Hosanna, Hosanna. It was actually. <laughs> 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 the palm oh, trees. <laughs> <laughs> <h academy> <laughs> 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 at one point in my life, I had an olive cutting from the Mount of Olives, from a 2,000-year-old olive tree oh, on oh, nice. the Mount of Olives, I, in all the moves and all the cars and all the things. God knows where that ended up, but I was, when I was at um, Bethany, um, before, when I was walking the Via Dolorosa in Jerusalem, uh, they were <laughs> Bethany massage. Um, They were uh, uh, trimming the trees. And so they were just, I did not, like, (laughs) no, I did not, um, but there's uh, monks, there's monks, there's monks everywhere in Jerusalem. Um, I don't remember what kind of monks they were, um, but there were monks, like, tending this 2,000-year-old olive grove, um, and they were trimming trees. And so there were just a whole bunch of cuttings around, and I don't know if I was supposed to take them or not, um, but I did.
2: What was that that thing that we had at, at, um... Oh, uh, my my MS walk that was like really old. a crown of thorns. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, it was a yeah. really old crown of
1: thorns. Re- yeah, made out of a vine from over there. It was really old. I don't remember the age of it, but yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And so these, but so these trees, olive trees, can live a really trees, right? Yeah. So they can live a really long time. And there's some in this one specific grove. We don't know if that's exact. Okay, pause.
1: The caveat.
0: The caveat. Like we get the general plot. ...of how it went, right? Bethany and Bethphage, which are on the Mount of Olives walk in Jerusalem. We know what gate he comes in. We kind of know his general path towards Jerusalem. We think we know where Calgotha was. Um, it's where the Church of the Holy Sepulchre is now. Um, sepulchre mm-hmm. meaning body. Um, or tomb? Sepulchre's tomb. Shoot. Sepulchre's tomb. tomb. There we go. Um, but they, so in the Holy, in the Holy Sepulchre, there's a place where they think the crucifixion happened. Um, there's a couple, there's several spots in Jerusalem that will claim to be where Jesus is buried. hmm <laughs> Um, here's or where what I'll, his
1: body was no longer there. Right,
0: no, it's no longer right. So like, yeah. you can't check. You can't it's check easy. the receipt. They just
1: point to an empty tomb. It's this. One. It's this one,
0: right? Um, they have found in the <laughs> walls. I've been in one. Uh, I crawled in um, again. Also, not entirely clear if I was supposed to do that, but I did. Um, I crawled into a tomb, a 2,000-year-old tomb that is in the walls of Holy Sepulchre. <laughs> I had a really strange trip to Jerusalem. Okay,
1: <laughs> nice. I can tell you what would not be appropriate. So if you go and you go to the Wailing Wall with a little chisel and hammer, yeah, they really uh, they frown on frown that. Frown on bringing home. No, I was
0: really respect. There was it was really clear I was supposed to be very respectful, and I did not really belong at the Wailing Wall. Um, and so I, I I wore. So you wear like if you don't have a yarmulke, you have to cover your head. Mm. So you, you know those things, those cardboard things that you serve like concessions in. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what they give you to put on your head. Whoa. So, they, wow.
1: so so could you use a prayer shawl as well? Would that be appropriate? For yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, you just got to cover your head. Yeah. Um, and I right. didn't have a yarmulke. And so I'm wearing this like, what felt like a fast food <inaudible> container on my head. It's a really great <inaudible> way to identify yourself as a Gentile. Right? Like, oh, oh man. this is, you know, oh, look, it's the Gentile hat. Because
1: the, the, pale burnt skin and red hair was it I could was. be a Jew
0: from New York,
1: <laughs> New York? From No New York? I couldn't no. but like
0: <laughs> but okay you know it was like you know not I not everyone looks the same this is um true? you know I could be I, I who knows I could have been anybody but I'm wearing the hat that identifies you as a Gentile
2: You know I'm with Scott. I almost got first thing I thought of when you were talking about that was the Hanukkah song <laughs> no. yeah, I could. yeah you oh, heard me how many huh Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: Okay, so just a a few caveats. We don't know if these olive trees that are still... We know that they were alive then because we can verify that they're... You know you can scientifically verify they're roughly 2,000 years old. Whether these are the olive trees that had branches pulled from them or not, they'll claim it, sure. Take that with a grain of salt. Anyone who claims anything that happened in this spot in Jerusalem that is not the temple, take it with a grain of salt, right? Because we just don't know. Especially if
1: they're selling tickets. Especially
0: if they're selling tickets. Uh, oh no! That okay. That's not true of Hezekiah's Tunnel. We do know Hezekiah's Tunnel. Okay. Um, they are selling tickets. Um, it's well. I, I think I've talked about it before. It is well worth visiting. Um, the water. We're gonna have to give Brandy floaties because the water came up to my chest.
2: <laughs> is that dumb. close to? Is that close to magic? Um, i doomed.
0: <laughs> You're doomed. You you would be underwater, like Sweet. my friend. My friend Shannon, you swim, right? who is before then. who <laughs> I was who I went through Hezekiah's tunnel with, it's actually one of the most I've talked about it before. But it's one of the most amazing things I've ever seen because you see the tool marks on the walls. Right. Yeah. The thing. So, what's awesome in Hezekiah's tunnel is a you for. It's one of the few things in Jerusalem that you can go. This is definitely in the Bible, right? I had that feeling at the temple. I had that feeling in Holy Sepulchre. Um, I had the feeling on the Mount of Olives, but I had that feeling in Hezekiah's tunnel. It's like this is the thing I read about in the Bible, and now I'm in it, literally in it, up to my neck. Um, uh, my I friend, have to miss that one. My friend Shannon who's a
1: little shorter than me. You don't have to go as far in to be up to your neck. That's all.
0: You no we'll just get you floaties and we're going to pull you along. <laughs> just gonna We're going to tie a rope around your waist <laughs> and we're going to get you one of them pool floaties. <laughs> Uh, and then we're just going to, like, pull you along. And you're going to bob with your head, you oh, know. Be You'll a get to check story. the tool marks on the ceiling. I can just see think that.
1: about it, rafting through Hezekiah's tunnel.
0: Yeah, we're going to walk through Hezekiah's tunnel. You're going to raft through Hezekiah's tunnel. <laughs> it really is, like, worth seeing. But, yeah, my friend Shannon oh, at parts, and she's, I don't know, I'm going to go with 5'7". I'm 5'10". She was kind of like this a few times, like, her head back, like... You know, making sure she get air. I was, I again, it came up. I remember it like it came up to here on me. Um, so we're just gonna get you. That's one. where I'm at to you, is right? That's I what I'm there. saying. You gonna be underwater. You gonna need the floaties. <laughs> you gonna need flotation. This is one of those, like, when you're on an airplane and they say, you know, you pull the thing, uh, you, you know, you need to top it up, you blow the out. thing, yeah. you are going to need to pull the thing, you need to top up the thing,
2: uh, because you're going to float away, sister. <laughs> That's all right, Sister Brandy, I got
1: you. Okay.
0: We're going to make sure you're fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Anyways, back to the Triumphal oh Entry. God. <laughs> Meanwhile in Jerusalem. Yeah. yeah.
2: I was, I was going to say, you know what? It sounds like I was going to gonna say, I was going to ask, is that near magic mountain?
0: Yeah. Well, so, like, Jerusalem, we think of it as really big because it's really big in our minds. It's a tiny <laughs> place. Right? It's hemmed in by these hills. Right? Like, it is, like, Jesus, this is all, this sounds like a long journey. This is, like, an hour's walk.
1: Wouldn't like the trip to the road to Manus is only like six miles or something like right, that? Right, yes. Oh, yeah. like, it's yeah. just not... It's just like... And especially for us being from Texas,
0: none of this is that far.
1: Like, um, We, we dwarf the majority of the Middle East, not just Jerusalem. And well,
0: Israel. no. So, okay. So, one of this gets into politics, and, and I'm right. going to try to stay out of the politics a little bit, but you know one of the reasons why Israel is so freaked out about their security is that jets or rockets can pass the entire width of Israel in minutes, right? Because Israel is just, like, it's long-ish. It's very long and very narrow. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the north-south direction, there's some meat there. But in terms of width, there's nothing. Like, it is two days' walk from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Like, it's just, we're not, like... It's it, all meat and no bone. It's all bone and no, it's either way around. No, it's all, all bone, bone and no bone meat. No yeah. yeah. There's yeah. no width to it. So, it, it, so we're, none of these, like, we talk about what makes the Mary's journey um, bad from Nazareth to Bethlehem. It's not that far. It's 70 kilometers. Um it's just she's pregnant. She's nine months pregnant. Beat.
1: And, and, and the dangers of the travel. at the dangers of, danger of the trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. And so here we are, triumphal entry, because Jesus understands he's coming to the culmination of his whole point of being here. Right. Which this probably plays into, I would think, the misconception of some of the disciples who's understanding he's the Messiah and expecting the ruling reigning right. aspect of that.
0: And. And this is where we get off onto what exactly is he? What exactly is his triumph, right? And this is talking about you know we did a series I can't remember if it was last year or two years ago. God, I've slept since then. Called the Upside Down Kingdom, and yeah. it and it led up to uh, Palm Sunday was a big part of this idea of the Upside Down Kingdom because this is the expectation. This is christ declaring his kingdom um but this is also it being totally flipped upside down or the value structures um and so how he's going to win this battle is by willingly die right like this is him declaring this battle is won he hasn't yet done the things that win the battle but he's confident enough this battle is one um i've I've also used the analogy of babe ruth calling his shot right yeah um Mm. this is babe ruth calling his shot right this is i'm gonna hit a home run that way um, but how he how this battle gets won is not by a triumphal victory, um, but by a willing sacrifice, and that plays into that the expectations of God's kingdom have very little to do, nothing to do, in fact, with your riches, with your earthly power. It is merely what is your proximity to Christ.
2: Period. Right. Uh-huh. You know, um,
1: the the religious leaders had had thoughts and attempts of arresting him and things like that. Before now, yep. this and seeing the crowd's reaction, the crowd buying into who he yeah. is, yeah. really put their backs against the wall. And when they tried to chastise him, and he makes that statement it's of, like, look, even the rocks are going to cry Yeah, because no matter they, what,
2: the praise of the Messiah is going to get out.
1: Right. Yeah, and so this yeah. really just sealed the deal on those who weren't going to choose him. The line gets drawn in the sand here Right, that you're either going to praise me or you're going to be offended by this. And, you know, I I think of poor John the Baptist and the answer he gets, uh, blessed is he who's not offended by me, because that's kind of what happens here. This happens, he gets praised, the religious leaders get offended, and then really double down on their decision of, We've got to put a stop to this. we yeah. got to kill this dude. we got to kill him.
0: Well, I think, I, we don't know, right? Because we don't get a whole lot of their internal psychology. Yeah. But one might suppose it's one thing when he's causing problems out in the hinterlands. Right? There's a lot in of them. the temple. There, there's a lot of them who go out and call you know, them rabble-rousers, them traveling preachers. That eh, It's not that big a deal. It never gets huge. Right, it never really affects the power of the temple, right? Because you got to remember, there's like the Essenes, um, who are the the people of, the, of Dead Sea Scroll fame, who are just this like out there, Jewish apocalyptic,
1: outdoorsy type.
0: Well, they're and they're apocalyptic and they're so yeah. weird. You should read some of their writings. That's just like it. It is just like it is the writings of every crazy cult you've ever seen, right? They are just, like, this crazy apocalyptic cult that is, you know, really thinks that they have, by eating bugs and living so far away from Jerusalem that they're gonna bring on the end times. Like, that's what it is, right? Like, it, it is, let's put on the sneakers and go up Heaven's Chimney, right? <laughs> it, it's, it's just... They're first
1: century preppers.
0: They're first century, but, like, the bad preppers. Like, the preppers, like, you know, no. you do not go there. Yeah. If you are not, mm, do not, like, it is just they are rough and so but they never really seem to impact jerusalem yeah. the person who really seemed to impact the thing that you know even we want to take the person of jesus out of it the thing that really screwed with jerusalem is two things one is the rome the romans and mm-hmm. the other is the christians right yeah um and and so jesus is now here on their home turf and not only is he here on their home turf uh, he's drawing a crowd Right. He's drawing an excited crowd who are like willingly strewing their very valuable clothes on the ground, singing these psalms of triumph, understanding that something truly amazing is happening here. It's a, it's a, if you are, as you know, a, in the temple hierarchy, this is where we have to start, stop talking about ph- Pharisees. This is no longer about Pharisees. Yeah. We are now talking about the temple hierarchy. If you're in the temple hierarchy, you've got yourself a real problem. He's been a problem for them Pharisees, but turns out you don't like the Pharisees either. So you don't really <laughs> care that he's been a problem for the Pharisees. So the Not. high
2: priest has a problem with now him. Now the high
0: priest has a problem. And guess who kills? Guess who kill? Guess who is ultimately responsible for the death of Jesus? The high
1: priest. And the interesting aspect that I always think of, uh, you know, oftentimes we look at Old Testament uh, issues of God and, and then you look at Jesus and a lot of people have this idea of Beautiful Jesus, meek and mild, (laughs) especially when you're looking at just the uh, temple on the mound. And dear dear sweet baby Jesus. Dear sweet baby Mm -hmm. Jesus. But when you read this week, when you read the things that he does in this week, you have this triumphal entry all up in their face. Uh This is going to be the week that he goes into the temple. He watches what's going on. He goes and contemplates. He comes back. He clears out the temple with his premeditated maid whip i mean he right this is him going i'm here to make a change and there's no ambiguity about right. that uh-huh. that he gives this week and so in some ways he pushes the issue that they have to make a choice of what they're going to do with jesus as he does in our own lives
0: well i so i think about that um so you know my my daughter can walk now um and, and she's, you know, fierce. And and I, I tease I tease Sydney. <laughs> <The it. English laughs> I I, 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 I tease Sydney, you know, mild mannered women never change history. Right. This is one of those like, you know, <laughs> pithy feminist sayings that's out there that's true. Right. And so when we think of Jesus, and even like when we um narrate Jesus and narrate the Bible, that it's always this like soft and airy, blessed are the poor. Uh-uh. Hold on, let's see if I can get it. What in the name of me is going on here? There it is. Blessed are the poor, ki- poor in spirit, because theirs is the kingdom of God. Right when we make this like lilting, like, you know, always nice, no. always so kind and mild. And Frank, you know what you did, but I can't say it no, because I'm here. To I'm bang your
2: head by quiet right. right in the background when he's coming in. Right, know? but this is a far
0: more like. <laughs> you
1: angered me, not enough. To not enough,
0: That's a, just <laughs> enough to make yeah, me. Yeah, gather around, yeah, yeah, gather around, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have something. Thing to say to you, right? Like it is just when we take the like power out of Jesus. This okay. So a friend of mine, and I've got to look up what this quote is because I keep using it. Um, one of the problems with Methodists is that this is my friend Andrew introduced me to this quote. It's so one of the problems with Methodists is we assume God is nice, right? <laughs> one of the problems with Christians is that we assume Jesus is nice and we 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 misunderstand the difference between nice and kind. Jesus is kind. Jesus is not necessarily nice he
1: was offensive oh, he was yes. offensive, That's this, is offensive.
0: this is offensive this is offensive hilarious you a hypocrite
2: comment. in a minute
0: <laughs> right he'll call you a hypocrite in a minute like it's not like john the baptist gets the headline for being not nice and john the baptist is not nice at all no but jesus is not necessarily nice either jesus is kind he's loving he's literally perfect but this is where like oh don't make waves don't make waves no a, I, it says I'm holding up my tablet, which is not a Bible, but does have the Bible on it. This is like Jesus making waves. This yeah. is the perfect, the man who lived the perfect life. He's making waves. So sometimes, for a holy purpose, you make waves. You cause trouble. As John, uh, um, as John Lewis would call it, good trouble. Right. Yes. Yes. The yes. idea is to get into good trouble, to get into godly trouble. Not to. This is not just be a hellion.
1: Well, you got to think. We we as humans sometimes struggle with change to more or less degrees, depending <laughs> on who we are. And if left to our own device, I mean, we, we we exemplify the law of inertia of remaining at rest. Right. And so it takes a uh, stronger force to get us moving. And that's kind of what he's doing. He's coming in here going, I'm going to shake things up. We're going to set things into motion. And nothing is going to be the same ever again. So
2: I have a stupid question then. Dan. Uh-huh. So it says we're supposed to uh, turn the other cheek, right? Uh-huh. So if, is this Jesus going against... No, he literally them, lets or? them kill him, right? But I he, mean, by by this is enough, and he just, like, destroys basically everything in the temple and turns it over and... Well, I
0: mean, it destroys everything, but, like... So this is one of those where you have to... Read more than one scripture. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right? And this goes back to the discernment question, right? Um, that there are there there is certainly a call in the Bible uh to not perpetuate cycles of violence. Yeah. Right? Um, which is turn the other cheek, right? Like someone hits you, like, you know, whatever, don't continue the cycle of violence. That doesn't mean that there is never a case. Where for a truly righteous purpose, that more extreme action is required, right? And that it is not but also like even when Peter swings, you know, we'll talk about this next week, but like, you know, my favorite scene with Sweet Peter intimate. and the sword swings the sword and cuts off the dude's ear, like right? Jesus puts the dude's ear back on because he says, No, 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 no. We are not gonna do this with violence. There's also a difference between anger. Righteous anger and violence. Right. There are degrees of violence. I agree. Jesus driving them out of the temple is a violent act. It is not a violent act in self-defense, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, it is not a violent act um, merely, you know, this is not
1: like, and, and this, this person
0: th- looked looked funny at me and now I'm going to shoot him. No, really, the Bible says don't do that.
1: And there's a huge difference in individual action and in countries in warfare. Yep. And all, but, um... What's really interesting, Stacy, about this when you're talking about Jesus had to go in and deal with that temple situation. It's actually a fulfillment of prophecy. Yep, mm-hmm. uh, he will be. Uh, let me think so I can get this right. Uh, Zeal for my house shall overcome yeah. him. Right, and all, uh, and uh, it says that his his doing that, the cleansing of the temple, was a fulfillment of that.
0: Right, and so this Jesus lives out the ultimate example of turn the other cheek um, when they arrest him he offers no defense um and allows himself to be taken to the cross um, and calls on his disciples for the same right does not let Peter you know pokey pokey also I mean, it was clearly shush, not shush. it was clearly was not going well. Right. Um, you know, leave Peter to the preaching and the fishing and maybe not the fighting.
1: Hey, Peter was a cut and cussing Christian. We that's right. He was. That's weird. right.
0: Peter, Peter is fantastic. Um, <laughs> Beautiful. But, but also, <laughs> you know, here is the like, if you don't continue the journey of Holy Week with us, here's the pause. To remember, all these people, literally all of them, singing his praises, yeah, uh, are going to abandon him in the next six days. Yeah. Yep. Right. In the next few days, all of these disciples, not just Peter, um, are going to abandon Jesus in one way or another. Yep. Um, and so, so I mean, just,
2: like, literally, like, uh, the, the the Romans and the hierarchy were like, okay, we both have a common enemy here.
0: Well, so I, I think, so Rome doesn't care. Yeah. Right? Like, here's the interesting thing about Pilate. Pilate's a coward. Uh-huh. Right? Like, that, the issue with Pilate is, Pilate knows Jesus and isn't, Pilate did not
1: care. Right. Pilate doesn't want an uprising because the way Deil, uh, Rome deals with uprisings, they come in, they put it down, and they get rid of the individual in his family who didn't handle it in the first place. Right. And so, so that's his only concern. But I, Pil- but
2: I mean, like, he's he's still a thorn in Pilate's side, right? I mean, technically.
0: He's a thorn in Pilate's side because he's a thorn in the temple side.
1: Right. They're making it an issue. They're right.
0: making an issue. Right. Like, Jesus is eventually the love of god god does overthrow rome um through christianity right like Smart. um but that happens because he is not raising up an a literal army Pilate goes yeah this is one of them jewish problems i ain't deal." literally he looks and goes this is the like, he keeps going back to them and going yo this is really a jewish problem uh yeah. and, and like i you know i, re- I respect your faith uh I'm not Jewish. Why am I a Jew? He keeps going back to the temple going, why am Nazareth. I adjudicating a Jewish problem?
2: Send him to But the temple keeps dragging him in. in yes, like, keeps dragging
0: yep. Pilate in. Like, oh, we can't.
1: Because well, I don't know they run Rome to everyone's, put the stamp on it. That way yeah. they can, and the same way Pilate washes his hands, uh, they, as the temple hierarchy, if Rome goes through with it, can say, "Well, it was the Romans, not necessarily we us." We didn't. Right? We didn't.
0: Everyone's Dana Cardi We didn't kill during the festival. It was him. Right. That it was Pilate. Pilate did Pilate the killing. Did we didn't. We did not. We have not uncleansed ourselves. We have made Pilate do it.
2: Could it be? <laughs> the temple yes 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 yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah.
0: and on that note it's probably a good place any uh to bring this show in for landing thank you so much uh for joining us on another yet another out of sync edition of scripture talk uh,
1: scripture talk out of sync
0: i think Maybe i am i'm am actually literally opening my calendar as i say this i think uh that because, holy week I monday considering
1: you're on every day of the week right yeah you,
0: be uh, town. I, I, you know holy yeah i'm definitely in town holy week i think <laughs> holy week monday we are on um as normal uh next week monday at 6 p.m we're going to have a brief production meeting to decide what text we're going to talk about because um, i think I, I, <laughs> we've got three we've got three um So anyways, we will be back uh, next Monday at 6 p.m. If you have uh, feedback for this show and couldn't catch us live, just post it here on Facebook, over on our YouTube channel, on our website, uh, uh, palestinegrace.com slash videos. Um, Email us at gracechurchpalestine at gmail.com. Um, if you need an audio-only version of the show, guess what? We got one of those. Just search Scripture Talk by Grace Church in your catcher of choice. Um, and yeah, tune in live next Monday at 6. It's going to be, I mean, I'm not sure it's going to be a good time because I think there's a non-zero chance for doing good, the Good Friday text. Um, but uh, it'll be a time. Um, and we do appreciate a live audience. So go in peace, yep. love, and serve the Lord. And fear not, stay well. God is with us. Snapple if
1: you watch.
0: Yeah, no, we could we uh um, especially as I'm trying to complete this building, like if you wanted to build the Snapple activities building, um I'll drink Snapple live on this show all uh, the Desko time. Man. I'll, I'll,
1: d- man. I'll do the I'll do the, the, the NASCAR the driver bus.
0: thing yeah. where I'll always make sure the logo is facing out as I like I can yeah. I can do it. Okay.
1: Yeah, I'll wear Snapple shirts, no, I'll know, wrap I my car in a Snapple like thing. Right? Come on, like, Yeah,
2: there you go. There
1: I've yeah. got it. I've got this yeah. thing down.
2: Terrible. when you have a hard time to grapple <laughs> oh God drink snap <laughs> <Ugh. laughs>